0: The last episode of the podcast, we opened up with me wondering if I'm going to be able to see my one concert that I have booked to go see in the fall. I'm very happy to report that all my friends are getting their like, summer shows in. Oh, good. That, you know, we uh, we have friends this weekend.
1: We have a friend in Maryland who went to see Dave Matthews. Yeah. We have friends in Michigan who went to see Pitbull and Holland Oats.
0: I also have a friend in uh, Detroit who went to go see the Isley Brothers and Shaka Khan playing along the riverfront. So at least there is you know good news for right now like if yeah. you're if you're in the middle of uh, whatever the concert season is. See that's the weird part for us too being out here in Arizona for the first time. Is that This is not concert season. This is not ever. concert season, and it's so weird for us because if you're a Midwesterner or, or Plains folk or whatever it is. Plains folk? Well, in in, in the Great Plains, <laughs> right? No, no, you in the Plains people, the Plains people. Um, you kind of get used to when it comes to music and entertainment, there's two seasons. There's a summer season, uh, which is the outdoor stuff, and remember, the summer season has to wait until everything else is done and over. Yeah. like, And I mean like drying out. Because you can't exactly have an outdoor concert venue that in May is all muddy. You can't yeah. be in there, right? So we have that season where we're outside. It's probably June, July, August, into September. And then you have the indoor concert season, which is the winter months, right? Yeah. When we go inside little theaters and amphitheaters and And that's stadiums. how, it, like
1: if you're in the Midwest especially, or the Plains, is, you're right, too. Yeah. It's very iffy. Because, um, oh, yeah. you know, once you get inside, everything's fine. Getting there though usually is a huge freaking problem. Oh. What was the show you guys went to? Stevie you... Wonder.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I already knew what you're talking about. There um, was
1: a, It was Pat and yeah. his best friend and his best friend's wife, and they yeah. all went to see Stevie Wonder. And I, I said I'll stay home with the kids. They mm-hmm. have, a, they had a little one at that time. They did. We had Dylan was like I don't know, probably like nine or ten or something like that. But I said I'll stay home with the kids. And uh, I remember we went to the Flint Farm. Market that morning because we wanted to show them the farmers market. We did yeah, and it had already started snowing A blizzard. And we're like, this is going to be bad. And like you guys were like, we're make- we were, we were you, driving yeah. from
0: Flint into Detroit, and by into Detroit, I mean the Joe Louis Arena. So
1: all the way downtown, which
0: was on the fucking river. So yeah. you are all the way in. You're not going to the Burbs. You're not going to Auburn Hills.
1: It took you guys forever to get there yeah. and forever to get back.
0: But it was Stevie Wonder performing songs in the key of life yeah. front to back in Detroit. In Detroit. Oh,
1: no, I'm not questioning you where I went.
0: You use your four-wheel drive for yeah. moments like that in life, right? So, you know, with that out there, we're not used to the summer in Arizona being kind of the off-season. It's
1: downtime, and it's really weird, and I've told Pat that. I'm having a really hard time with that adjustment. I have to get it out of my head that you only have three or four months of the year where it's right. nice enough to do anything. Because like my dance teacher legitimately laughed at me when I'm like, Oh, I want to go hiking at Mount Lemon and Sabino Canyon. And she goes, not, not during the summer. You don't. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you have to understand. I'm from the Midwest where you plan everything for the summer mm-hmm. because the rest of the year is potentially shit. And I said, here I'm having to get used to not planning everything during the summer. Like, I'm literally like, she's like, go in the fall. It's really nice in the fall. But to me, that's so weird. Like, it's a weird adjustment.
0: Well, here we are in the off season in Arizona. And you're right. It is odd for us to not be the ones posting the concert pictures, to not be the ones kind of living it up at the cabin or whatever. We've just been a... Hanging out, getting, late, our, getting our sea legs, that's right? That's
1: what she said. She's like, people in Arizona lay low during the summer and live it up the rest of the year. So and,
0: and, and as I noticed, all the events that we have coming up, you know, we bought in tickets to go see Dead and Company. That's in October, and that's late October. It's like October 24th. Yeah. That's, that's not early. It's not like we're wrapping up the summer season. No. You're in the fall at that point. Uh, what else? There's another mu- little music festival we want to go to. It's in February.
1: February outdoors. That is so bizarre to me. That's
0: here in the Tucson area. It's gonna
1: be. It's gonna be a weird adjustment. So you know, yeah,
0: psychologically, we're kind of in that flip. So it is weird because you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, this Delta variant and all this shit is gonna shut things down. But I'm watching my friends who are in the geographic regions that are in the midst of the, you know, summer crush of yeah. let's do shit, especially with it coming back. It's it's so weird in the same sentence to say. Hey, the Delta shit may shut it down. And oh, all this stuff is happening because we're coming back. Listen. They're like contradictory statements. I don't judge
1: anybody for going anywhere this year, although I would prefer that we all, you know, maybe Just, had a mask on hand and, yeah. oh, I don't know, maybe vaccinated. But that's too much to ask. We've, we've, you know, confirm yeah. that. But I like I totally get why like everybody is going out and doing Heck as yeah. much as they can you've been right doing now. Nothing. Yeah, you've
0: been doing nothing, so we're in this kind of weird juxtaposition. But so as far but as then being, people like Pat and I are waiting oh, for our shows exactly. to get canceled. So I'm seeing my friends who are in it, and they're going to be able to say, "Hey, I got, I got to go to a show." And I just have this weird feeling that by the time October rolls around, there may might be a chance that yeah. myself and AJ we get stuck on the chin with the "Hey, everyone, we regret to inform you, but we really want to keep everybody safe that." This tour is not going to be possible, which just means that the insurance companies pulled out. Yeah. That's all that means.
1: And I also, like, really, I have nothing to complain about. Because if those shows yeah. pull out, we can still use our pool in October. Dude, so I'm like, you know it's what? Not, it's not like that's the only thing send going me, on for six months. Send
0: know? me my money back. Yeah, whatever. It. You know, doesn't bother me. How you doing? Is everyone good? Let's jump right into it. You want to talk UFOs? All right, fuck it. Let's go for it. Right now. UFO time. When we last left you, we had just started watching. The uh, Showtime docu-series UFO brought to us by J.J. Abrams and it's a big docu-series about UFOs. Now, I believe the last episode where we covered this, we uh, had only watched parts one and two. One
1: and two, yeah, and there's it's four parts.
0: And in parts one and two, you kind of get a, a deep exploration of one specific event along with some others. And then in a part two, you learn about this program that was within the, the government and all the people who were involved and yada, yada, yada. Part
1: three was interesting because part three was a little bit of maybe none of this
0: is real. And then part three came with just what you needed. Um, I believe what they call it in the court of law is reasonable doubt.
1: Yes. They
0: did the great job that every uh, defense attorney probably learns how to do, which is create reasonable doubt. And they
1: did. It I was, felt dumb for a minute. I'm like, am I dumb for believing in this stuff?
0: Um, and then kind of... Um, part,
1: and then the fourth, I, I'll say it, I didn't love the fourth episode. It was, it was quasi-religious, but well, not it enough. Was, it was religious in the sense that... Um, they were talking about, it, they made you think at the end of the third episode that they were covering people who were abducted yeah. in the fourth episode, which was something Pat and I talked about. I said, seeing a UFO and claiming that you're abducted are two very, very, very different, different things. things. Yeah. So I said, oh, I'm so excited that they're going to explore that in the fourth episode. Yeah. They didn't explore it as much as I wanted them to. They and, did a little
0: bit of psychology talk. They, which is
1: important. And then they
0: dived into a little bit of these religious events may have been misinterpreted as, um, yeah. you know, or maybe the, the these events were alien or UFO based and we reinterpreted them into like, you know, uh, more of a religious thing. Did I tell
1: you, by the way, I posted that on the Pat and AJ page the other day about yeah. the podcast and saying we're talking about UFOs mm-hmm. and your theory that saying that UFOs and aliens are real puts yeah. the kibosh on religion. Yeah, I most said Most people uh, disagreed with you
0: on that. Well, sure. Most people are religious. I, yeah. I 110% uh, uh, expected that to be the answer. We are a, a Judeo-Christian society. Um, There ain't no getting around that. The way I always put it like this is, listen, Christians want control of time. Yeah, okay? we do. You just gotta understand that. Think
1: about BC Time. and AD. Where did that comes from? One place, and everybody right? uses it.
0: So I, I, I totally expect. Um, what were people's? Was it though? Was it? Um, what are people saying about the existence? Are they down with coexistence? Because me and you kind of started to touch on what if UFOs and aliens are really religious beings? Well, right? hang
1: on. So that's what uh, Rebecca, one of our top fans on our Facebook page, said. Yes, she said,
0: Rebecca, top fan. Have
1: she? She said, "Have you ever read chariots of the?" gods the author believes in god but thinks god is an alien yeah um i could
0: get behind that
1: uh julie says i agree with aj's mom that god and aliens can coexist a lot of people say that like well then god created aliens like that doesn't mean religion does not mutually exclusive Yeah. yeah um heather says i think anyone is ridiculous to think there aren't other species of humans like human like beings on other planets of course there are aliens or are we the aliens dun 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 um, Jody said, are we so arrogant to think that God stopped at us?
0: Oh, maybe we're like the ones that he fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he made us, and we he's like, like, i got to make up for this. We we're like version
0: <laughs> 3.4, and he's like, nah, didn't get this one right. Let's move on.
1: Here's another one. Kel says, <laughs> religions are all a mistranslation of extraterrestrial events that happened in the past.
0: I can go with that. That's fascinating. I, I mean, I I, I
1: I respect anybody's opinion on, on pretty much anything yeah. UFOs, because
0: nobody knows. There is kind of a... Um, yeah, I can see where you're saying about where is um, God, the alien... And
1: I see, and I don't, and I'm not super religious, but I do consider myself. See, I'll tell you Catholic, what like, and I do, I, and I am, I don't think aliens and UFOs puts the kibosh on religion as a whole. I, I do go with my mom on that. If you believe, and I'm not sure, I kind of believe that God created like dinosaurs and everything. And then we evolved into human beings. Do you think beings. it's
0: intelligent though? That's, that's what I want to know. Yes. Do you think it's intelligent? Dude, like there's an intelligent, just absolutely. like I'm, just like I'm a, a, an individual intelligent being. Yeah. You think that there is one, just one intelligent being that is looking out and created no. all this. Shit. No,
1: hang on. And now we're starting to talk religion and I don't know. I'm very, <laughs> listen, I grew up in a very Christian religious household. I went to Christian yeah. camp at you the did. summer. Okay. Yeah. And it kind of messed me up a little bit. Gotcha. Um, and other things in religion have messed me up, but yeah. I do consider myself. Yeah. Like if I You're died, You're yeah. Believer. if I died today, yes, please bury me in a Catholic mass. I like gotcha. that's how I Absolutely. want to be. But,
0: Everyone, did you hear that? You're a witness. Witness. She just said that.
1: Um, But, like, do I believe that, like, God is this being, this eye that watches us? I don't know. I don't really think so. But I think there are so many different ways to interpret religion. And I think, yeah, you can have UFOs and aliens and religion coexist.
0: I could go with the fact of our one friend who mentioned religious events could be misinterpretation of other events. Because I'm not going to say yeah. just alien. I'm going to say anything from uh, altered states. Yeah, you know, we you got to remember too, back in the day, we didn't exactly have labs, so we just kind of gathered and hunted and ate shit. <laughs> and call me crazy, maybe a holy man ate something that was a mind-altering plant And when he did, had some kind of vision, experience, thought, and wrote it down and transcribed it as the power of X, Y, and Z. I
1: mean, Pat and I have both dropped acid, and we're pretty sure we could have written a pretty interesting book while we were uh, tripping because it is a a really amazing experience. It
0: is the actual definition. uh, For those of you who are sober, Bill W., uh, one of the uh, co-founders of uh, AA, In AA, the steps, of course, says, you know, higher power, and you have to kind of commit yourself to being powerless to that higher power. And uh, Bill W.'s spiritual experience and his definition of higher power was actually based on an LSD experience. Now, this is back when LSD was, like, legal. Like, you just needed to go to a pharmacist and say, hey, pharmacist, can you order me some of this stuff? And they would order it on up and send it to you. So I just want you to know where that time yeah. frame is coming from. But that built, and it's very... When
1: did LSD become illegal?
0: Oh, I can't give you an exact that's a timeline. Because damn Because, yeah, I mean, it was Harvard the studies. The one acid
1: trip I had was an, a life-changing experience. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't remember exactly when, but the timeline is pretty much after the government figured out it couldn't be weaponized. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> after they said, like, well, it's, it's it's not a truth serum. Like, it doesn't make like we can't capture people and give it to them and then they just tell us everything no. but it also and there's great videos of basically, this on basically
1: we can't use it to our advantage so well, yeah, we're going to totally, totally. No, absolutely.
0: <laughs> there's great videos on uh YouTube of them doing the um, experiments with soldiers. Yeah. where they would see how it would impact soldiers and it actually was bad because they would do drills and as the experience progressed the soldiers became less and less interested in doing the Hell drills.
1: Yeah. You can't do that kind of stuff when you're on an acid and trip. And <laughs> just
0: wandered off and they were doing their own thing.
1: Yes. I would stare at the wall and be yeah. like, that's awesome.
0: So, but the army didn't know the army was thinking, maybe they'll become super into what the fuck they were doing to become super armies. So
1: it's interesting. So sad. after
0: all that is when it kind of said, well, this is something we should not, which I agree. You should not be able to buy like pure LSD at the corner next no. to like Newport cigarettes. Okay. Not all, uh, 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 vices are created equal. Okay,
1: so you said something interesting, and it just occurred to me. You said that last night when we were watching the UFO show. Yeah. You said weaponized. Yes, and you said, "What if?" Because mm-hmm. the interpretation of aliens and UFOs in the media yeah. is ninety nine percent of the time that they're hostile beings coming down to take take us over, kill us all. Yeah, and but you know, even in the show, they're like not a lot of the experiences people have had with either UFOs or being abducted or both. Have been v- um, uh, vicious, or malicious. Yeah, and you said that you're like, what if they don't? What if they don't fight?
0: Yeah, what if they're? I mean, what if just, they're not made to
1: like fight with each other? Because the one guy who was abducted claimed that the alien told him like, we're just kind of trying to understand you guys, you yeah. should stop killing each other is what they said to him. Or he claims they said, Yeah, and you said that you're like, what if they're just a different being I mean, that you, doesn't, that looks at us like, what the hell are you guys doing? You
0: can't imagine if like, you look and uh, like this is existential shit, boys and girls. So strap on in. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you do, if you were, let's just say you were a, uh, uh, you know, another species from another planet, another uh, plane of existence, and you were in a society or or you're an organism or whatever where everything just kind of complements each other and works together and that's the way that world exists, to go into a place where you observe maybe another kind of like, hey, this is their own thing, but wow, they kind of... They sabotage each other. each other and they do this and they do that. Well, it can be
1: tied right back to, look at what's happening in the Middle East right now. and we, Sure, right? We, we look at that as, uh, you know, just overall, a lot of Americans say, oh my God, why can't they just get along? Yeah. Now, to be fair, we can't get along here either, sure. but it's not quite as bad. Yeah. But we look at the Middle East and say, oh my God, they're always fighting like, and like killing forever. each other. Like
0: this is a constant yes. thing in our lives. and maybe yeah.
1: that's what aliens are looking at our planet saying, what the hell is, like why? What are yeah, they doing to each that's other? That's just me
0: going, you know, maybe looking down going whatever fascinating so now within these two parts so when we last talked to you right we had kind of really went all in like man this is some real shit you've heard our, our feelings now in the rest of this docu-series they go deep into government disinformation campaigns I'm sure that's something everybody can probably relate oh, yeah. to in one way or another right now, especially considering the current state of affairs in our lives that no one knows what's real, what's fake. Yeah. And there is an ongoing thread that we have over time during various eras been developing weapons or communication tools, drones, whatever it may have been, whether it was balloons to blimps, to whatever the fuck they have now that can like pinpoint you at your house and just annihilate you from like millions of yards away. And they kind of play into a narrative of look, the government fed you all this bullshit because we couldn't have the Russians knowing that we have balloons that can monitor and fly over Moscow. Uh, we had to give you bullshit about whatever because we couldn't have the North Koreans knowing. That we have these drones that are blackout drones that can fly over them. That's the narrative that they feed you. And
1: there's, I mean, there are government, former government officials. That
0: are like, I'm out of it now, I can tell you.
1: In this documentary. That say like, oh yeah, like we had to feed the public bullshit, and and not only was it so that other countries didn't figure out what we were up to, but they're like we didn't know. Like if we if we came out and said what we were doing, or we came out and said yes, UFOs are real, even if it's not true, Mm -hmm. they're like it could create mass hysteria. Yeah, they're like we were not willing to do that. So yes, we came up with bullshit lines so you wouldn't freak out.
0: I mean that's something that, um, and I think AJ found a funny meme or something the other day she wants to buy. It says, I have a healthy distrust.
1: No, it's a frame for oh, your Facebook picture. Oh, oh, it's a frame. It says, I have a healthy distrust for authority, yeah. and I'm vaccinated. Yeah, there you I go. feel go. like that because Thank those you. two are not, mutually, <laughs> not exclusive. mutually exclusive. Like, I don't trust the government. Yeah. I don't trust authority, but, but I'm also vaccinated because I don't think I'm being microchipped. But anyways, but moving that on. That
0: is stuff. I'm like, when I was a little child, like, I remember, you know, the JFK was the first yeah. one ever out there. And then I kind of saw it happen in... In real life with with the whole Iraq war and yeah. Afghanistan war and these invasions that were based on bullshit reports that were just educated guesses.
1: Afghanistan and, was based on bullshit. <sighs> it was all based on bullshit.
0: You know, and there's, you know, so I get the, the distrust of... Quote unquote, you know, the government or whatever. Well, and
1: yeah, like I said, those right? two you can not trust the government Get it. Get it. and still like be a productive member of society right? too. Like like
0: maybe it's just a corporation that's decided now to kind of keep its own secret little tabs that they don't want you to know about, just like every other corporation out there has their own little you know back room that no one else knows about. So with that out there, that episode really churns up the butter yeah. in your gut about okay. Are they just playing us for rubes? Like, are we really that gullible that all they had to do was plant a few stories about a spacecraft found in Roswell? Aliens?
1: (laughs) I think, um, I think... You know, at the end of it, and like you said, I was kind of feeling like, ah, Like, did they just tell us it's all BS?
0: But- I mean, they even play into the part that we all love, and we all know boys and girls this drives it all from the beginning of time, the cash aspect. Yeah. They bring in some new kind of financial aspect that all these dudes who were involved in this supposed government program now happen to be out there in the private sector, yeah. and they're running these alien UFO organizations that basically drum up money yeah right by keeping this narrative going now you could look at them as okay they're whistleblowers they want to be out there telling the truth or are they kind of creating an interest in something that they can manipulate to make make money money off. off
1: i have no doubt i think a lot i think all those things are true I really do. I think some of this is government cover up. Whether whether it's they're covering up aliens or they're covering up their own stuff, like
0: like weapons, like yeah. we're just designing a new drone. Oh shit, a drone crashed. Yes. We we can't have people know. Yes, and get this on Twitter. I
1: truly do think they're covering up their own you know misfortunes, things they've done wrong. Yeah. I'm sure there are people trying to make money off it, and I do absolutely believe that these things still exist because there are too many people. Mm-hmm. Not ju- and and they do explore that for like two seconds, and I wish they would have gone into it more. Yeah. From all over the world because they really focus on the United States, and the United States government. But then they start talking about like, oh my God, there are so many sightings all globally, over yeah. the world. And there are so many members of the military, a lot of high ranking officials who don't have answers. They're like, I saw something. I don't know what it was. So I believe that all those things can be true again, not mutually exclusive. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I think all those things are true.
0: And the final episode loosely and quickly touches on abductions and they do it from a, a psychological point of view. But then of course they flip the script and use some basic tenets of psychology and even mental health work to discredit the psychological work that was then done, which is, you know, just to let you in for most therapists out there, it's called, meeting the client where they are okay right and so if someone comes into your office and says i had a ufo experience you're not a police officer yeah you're not an investigator for the cia you're not
1: trying to prove them wrong no
0: you're just you meet them where they are
1: you're trying to figure out where they are mentally so
0: yeah. you just you go okay so let's talk about it let's go back to that note. yeah so they kind of use some of our tenants of well are all these psychological reports that were done in the name of this and that and yada, yada, yada really even valid? And when it wraps it all up, it does it in not quite the bow you want with all the PSs, but it leaves you with enough information of, well, this guy's doing that, this guy's doing that, this guy was disproved, this guy was whatever, this guy was denounced, I mean, this it guy's out.
1: It doesn't leave you with a yes or no answer. I, I, I would hope that we, nobody expected that.
0: So I mean it was a good watch.
1: Yeah, I, I I loved it more in the beginning than I did at the end. I felt like they kind of lost track of itself in the fourth episode. Well, I think, I the, think they didn't I think they could have done more. I think, think that the fourth they episode ran out
0: of time. I think the fourth episode one like you said, that is such a different Monster, topic, yeah. When you get into abductions. When you go from I saw these lights to I was escorted out of my home, into a ship, things done to me, things communicated to me, and then I came back down.
1: That was one of the things that Pat and I talked about while we were watching it, is that we were watching these people talk about these abduction claims. And, you know, in the movies, you know, like Independence, basically any movie about aliens, there's always one crazy dude who at the end is like, I was right, I'm not crazy. But in reality, you're watching these people and we're sitting there thinking... So are have they been proven to be psychologically, like, disturbed, mentally Yeah, like, Ill? like I
0: would love to know, like, what's our, you know, full-blown yeah. report? Give me the uh, beginning, middle, and end, right?
1: And And you don't always get that, which makes me think that these are normal people who may, I mean, we're all probably a little mentally ill. I can absolutely vouch for that. But I you know delusions are a whole nother thing, and I don't think that all these people are locked up now because they said they were abducted. I think a lot of these people are very sane and had an experience. I don't know it's hard it's hard to like say they're all full of it.
0: It is hard to say that it's that much of a big mass, yeah global conspiracy, yeah, that there's that, but I mean, here's the problem these days, and I know a decent amount of um some of the graphics displayed in this u f o docu series are CGI. Yeah. They do not have certain... I mean, I, I hope... And this is the part where I'm assuming, right? We, which, when we assume, what do we do?
1: You make an ass of you and me. Or
0: bang on some wood and knock some b- evil spirits out of here. And I hope that when people watch it, they can decipher the CGI footage.
1: Well, there is a lot of, like, legit footage in there. no. But no, no yeah. There's
0: a lot, but I do wish that they would, on camera...
1: Say that this is not real, but this was just
0: be like. Which I know cheesifies the entire thing.
1: Reenactment,
0: like yes. As soon as you have to put that shit up digital there, digital
1: rendering. Yeah, yeah. like
0: it, I get it. Kind of pops like the, but I just know that there's someone out there that might take that as like Bible for
1: face value, and yeah. then
0: you know now we're kind of perpetuating that that well is it real is it not
1: it's just so funny because my friend uh my friend jay and i were texting about the series because he was listening yeah. to the podcast and gosh i should pull up his text because we disagreed on the phoenix lights okay
0: um oh so the phoenix lights by the way um as much as and i think this is kind of the brilliance of the docuseries they spent a decent amount on that on uh um, episode one and they really kind of get you in on it right they're like yeah. man there's a a governor who said it was all in, yada, 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 all these people, all this, you know, coverage, all this, 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 this. And then by that third episode, they show you some of the government disinformation campaigns, and they literally explain the Phoenix Lights. And they show you that huge balloon-type thing that most likely I think they're leading you to believe is what the Phoenix Love Well, I were. think
1: they're full of shit. Uh, Jay says the Phoenix thing turned out to be flares.
0: No, it's definitely not flares.
1: But then we, we just basically started to disagree about it. He says... Aliens are absolutely us from the future who figured out time travel and are trying to warn us about the perils of nuclear war.
0: Oh shit! Like just listen. That's how much weed does this guy (laughs) smoke?
1: None. He lives in Wisconsin. It's not legal there yet. Shit.
0: He (laughs) thinks that the aliens are us from the future coming back to warn about nuclear. Holocaust, yeah. basically. Holy smokes! But
1: that's what I love about talking about UFOs and aliens. Is because <laughs> you
0: can get into the deep end fast. Well, like,
1: yeah, and exactly. <laughs> like, I love hearing my friends and family's theories on it because, like, you know, I know we all have that crazy uncle or whatever. Yeah. You take you don't take what they say for face value, but. Like Jay, I respect. He he's a a, a working dad. Yeah. He's a he's a normal dude. And yes. then to hear a theory like that come from him, I love. And I that's what I loved on the Pat and AJ page was hearing everybody's theories about it. They're everyone so. And I I on my end too. They're wackadoodle. I but mean, who it knows? does. I
0: do like the ones that kind of meld them all. I think if yeah. we can all kind of meld behind one, we can get everyone in. I I think we can unite like folks who believe in higher powers and unite folks who believe in UFOs because yeah. it sounds like there's a lot of people that's say, hey, what if we take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and we mix that up together, which is probably how we got religion in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, oh, it's, it's interesting shit. And and I, I I guess the real fun part about this or anything in this realm, and this is the weird part, because now when I say this realm, I'm going to say other shit, and people are going to be like, no, you're you're qualifying it. But, like, in the world of the Bigfoots and, you know, the supernatural, the ghosts, is that you can do these shows and they can just go on forever. Yeah. Because there is no real answer, right?
1: Yeah, nobody. I don't think anybody ever watches a a UFO documentary and expects a yes or no answer at the end. We know that we're not going to get an answer. At
0: the end, they're like, and we've determined aliens are real. Thank you, the end, good night. And
1: that's the funny part is that we've seen almost, I think uh, there were only like two or three videos they showed in this four-part series that I had never seen before. Yeah. Because I've been into this. Yeah,
0: most of them by now. I've I've been been into this weird
1: shit since I was a kid. My cousin and I used to stay up late to listen to Art Bell. Just Jeez. if you don't know Art Bell, Google Art Bell. Um, but we used to stay up on weekends and listen to him. So, like, we've been into this for a long time. And even so, I watched all four episodes. Mm-hmm. I was glued to the TV, even though I've seen most of the videos. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's fascinating because, like you said, there is no answer. We don't There's get none. an answer. They go
0: on and on and on. It's just like, you know, when you have the, uh, you have, even my mother. Listen, my mother, God bless her heart, she died demented out of her minds. But even the last couple of years, I went and saw her at the home and they had like, you know, Bigfoot Hunter on or some shit, so yeah. some Squatch Hunter or some shit. And I go, oh, I'm like, what are you watching, Ma? She's like, Bigfoot Hunter. And she looks at me with this grimace that only you would know if you knew my mother. Oh,
1: my God, that look.
0: And she looked at me and she goes, they never find him. <laughs> So even like my mom figured, even in her demented final days, she knew. <laughs> my mom could cut through the bullshit of, they, they never find they
1: never. It's, it's endless. We're just endless. watching the
0: show every week. We, they never find <laughs> Bigfoot.
1: I think I'm never going to be rich. And I've worked out why. I was born in 1986, just after people got taught to build stuff. And just before you realized it was pretty important to be good at computers. <laughs> so I'm screwed there. I can't can't build a house i can't build a website i can build a fairly decent den out of duvet covers that's not really a career five kids i mean what did you do when you were a teenager we watched friends son that was it we watched friends again and again and again and again do you know a language no but i know that ross was on a break and that's what's important in life
0: so this is how you know now that friends has become like one of my tv shows that's in the rotation is because I incorporated it into one of my uh, stories which you know AJ used to always just call me Riffin but now like since I'm a therapist, it's called being a therapist yeah I right? know
1: this is a perfect job for you
0: um so I worked uh, a friend's kind of analogy into some work I was doing this I week I'm
1: so <laughs> proud of you that's a huge step for a friends fan to start referencing it it in daily life
0: and in a clinical sense in a
1: clinical sense
0: um so we started watching friends when
1: i don't know we're kind of eh, like probably a month after you guys got here
0: okay so we got here like mid-june
1: because the the reunion happened before, and i I kept i i was here in arizona with my mom Mm -hmm. and pat and our son were back in michigan and i said hey don't we have HBO? I'm like, what's the password? The Friends reunion was on and Pat's like, I don't know what the password is. I don't know if, even know if it still exists. Like, so I didn't watch the reunion. But then we kind of half heartedly agreed that we would watch Friends Together and then watch the reunion together. Like,
0: I felt bad that she couldn't watch it because you have to understand AJ wants for nothing, right? She prides herself on wanting for nothing. She's a true Irish woman.
1: I don't pride myself on that. I just don't give a shit.
0: I want nothing. But she but when came, I do want something. But when she does, she kind of like,, so she came to me and she's like, "Hey, I'm out here that friends um reunions on HBO Max, we have that, right?" And she never comes to me about TV shit. Well,
1: it, and never. Plus it was because it was, it was kind of bittersweet because my mom was visiting Yeah. and friends was on when I was in high school and into college and we watched it. My sister, my mom and I like religiously, even if we weren't living at home at that time, we would come home on Thursday nights. So when my mom was here, I said, Oh my God, we can watch the friends reunion. Right. That's so awesome. And And we didn't.
0: And of course we didn't have HBO max. So I get out here. I go, fine, let's hook up HBO max. I felt bad because she, legit was like i wanted to watch that then of course you get it in your mind that i should watch it with you but i can't watch the reunion until i watch the entire show and i am someone who is a friend's virgin i had not watched any of it it wasn't my jam back in the 90s i was in college then i was more of a seinfeld dude plus let's be honest there wasn't no fucking internet and we barely had dvrs (laughs) that shit didn't happen to like 99 or something. Well,
1: and I'll be totally honest. I wasn't so it was, sure... It was hard
0: to be into a lot of shows. You had to sit in front of a lot of TV. I was going to school. I was working, you know? Um,
1: I wasn't totally sure if I wanted to rewatch it because I'm like, is it going to hold up? Because that show was so 90s, early 2000s-tastic. I'm like, is it even going to be funny? I don't know. And I don't want it to be, like, ruined by time.
0: So the show, friends, turns into, like, our going-to-sleep show. I believe anyone who's a TV watcher has their going-to-sleep show. It is a show you watch... When you're getting ready to go to sleep. Yep. Very clever name. And we decide to start numero uno. We're going all the way through. We're going to watch, like, what? Probably two episodes a night.
1: Yeah, we watch. We try to get through two. Maybe
0: three if it's yeah. a Friday. We're feeling frisky or something.
1: I'm <laughs> feeling sassy you know and spicy. Know what I'm saying.
0: So we start watching the show. And I think the last time we talked about it on the podcast, like you were really trying to pepper me with a lot of questions. And I was, like, maybe three episodes in. And don't get me wrong, for a lot of shows, if you historically go back and rewatch them, and I don't care how great they are... Usually, The first few episodes are kind of meh. Not only the first few episodes, but some shows really don't even come into their own. Until like
1: the second season. Yeah, yeah, till
0: like Seinfeld's one of those. Seinfeld's yeah. where the first season is so hit or miss with people, and then the yeah. second one on, everyone's like, this is fire. But I've
1: heard that about uh, Parks and Rec. I've tried.
0: That it just starts like fire, or, or know, takes a while? No, that it takes
1: a while, and I haven't given it a while. I gave it one episode, and I was like, nope, 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 and everybody's like, no, no, no you got to keep going. I do feel like Friends, though, really like came out of the gate swinging, dude. It
0: does like it. I mean, the and show it, doesn't
1: really change other than the storylines, like the character. I mean, everybody is who they are from the first episode. Yeah,
0: there's not too much tweaking, as you can see in a lot of big shows. Like we all know, if you watch, you know, The Office, the first episode uh, and the first season versus the rest, you see the notes that NBC gave the crew yeah. Steve Carell you need to lose weight you need to get hair plugs um Rain Wilson you lose weight Uh, John Krasinski, you lose weight. I can't imagine what the fuck they told the women.
1: Oh, Um, my God. So, you know, you. Yeah, but I'm not even thinking about physical. I'm thinking about character because a lot of times throughout a show, characters change.
0: Not only that, but, you know, okay, you want to talk about characters. Like, let's talk about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's one of our shows. Yeah. Right? We love that show. And we've
1: noticed that, wow, the characters. (laughs) um, Charlie, first of all, just kind of. Um, devolves into complete <laughs>
0: stupidity. Like he, at this point, is a barely functioning, illiterate yeah. um, idiot, right? Yeah. Like barely getting through life. And He wasn't that dumb the first season, though, which is very strange. And the same thing with Danny DeVito's yeah. character, where it, it it comes from a guy who is a business savvy kind of scoundrel, yeah. and has evolved into just a total addict, maniacal, Living on the edge. Well, he's just a piece of shit. Really, yeah. is what so, he is. I mean, it's 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 you usually see some kind of evolution, whether it's physical, whether it's storyline. Dennis but,
1: became more of a psychopath throughout. Uh, it's always honey, but yeah, no. With friends, everybody is kind of the same all the way through.
0: Friends comes out firing out the bat, so that's why the last time we talked about this, I was able to give you um like a legit snapshot of well here's kind of like my favorite characters versus my you know least favorite which have evolved a little bit by the way i still stand by what i said before which is uh, phoebe Phoebe's is still my favorite character. I love, I love her Far so much. Way, and I uh, appreciate her so much more.
1: I know. Like I today, I used world. to be so annoyed by her when I was in college and high school. And now that I'm like a 38-year-old mom, I just love the shit out of her. Because she is so weird and she owns it yeah. and it's great.
0: She doesn't care. No. You know, like I she doesn't it. give a shit. She lives her truth, man. Chandler is probably... I think I ranked him number two last time. I might move him down a little bit of a notch. Really? Because I think Chandler... And I know a lot of Chandlers. Maybe I was a Chandler for a while. I think I was. Just kind of obnoxious to be obnoxious. Yeah. Like, you know, you got to smoke in the no smoking section just to fucking say you did... Um uh, so,
1: Chandler's so. really big on telling everybody how fucked up his upbringing was, which m- reminds me of you. Yeah, it, it, because yeah. you are. I
0: was huge on that. Yeah, I had to you had you know. to tell
1: everybody you had a mentally ill mother and an absentee father. Like you would just bring that up in casual conversation as like an excuse for why I am the way huh. I am. And Chandler's absolutely like that. In fact, isn't the episode we watched last night? Didn't Monica make a joke like, "Okay, so the reason you're an asshole is your parents divorce Is that what it is? Yeah, it was,
0: it was something like that. <laughs> So Chandler might have moved down. Fuck, maybe it's because it's me. I don't know. All I know is that Ross has moved up.
1: Good, good, good. He was in
0: the basement for me. Okay, he was in the basement for me because I was like, "You're, a, you're just, a, Eeyore. you're a drag, you're yeah. Eeyore, Because they do kick off. Uh, I mean, they kick off the show with him basically being clinically depressed. Right? Yeah. The show His starts. His wife's a
1: lesbian. They're getting divorced. Yeah. Uh, like that's
0: how we start yeah. the whole show. Is here's this guy whose life sucks and he just walks around, and it really does take a while. For him to get with Rachel. So you yeah. got to deal with the suck Ross for a while. And I liked him a lot better once I kind of saw him with Rachel. Yeah. Bringing us to the girls. If I have to pick a bottom character now. Yeah. Harmonica. I'm sorry.
1: No, there's nothing wrong with that. I told you. I she's, She wasn't my favorite character the first time around and the second time around. She's she's growing on me a little bit, but I, I get it. Like she just doesn't yeah. do a lot for me. Like but when she does, she does. Like she makes me laugh, but it doesn't happen that often. Like she's usually just kind of obnoxious.
0: And and you know, maybe it's just cause she's such a personality that I could never mesh with. Like, well, she's I, the clean freak. You could never well, she's handle not that. You. There's a lot of like little th- things about her, but the clean freak is definitely one of them. But just, I don't know, in general, when I look at all, like and, and trust me, this this ranking will change probably yeah. as I watch the show. She'll I liked have a Monica
1: sto- when she was with, and now I forgot his name already. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Did. No, no, no. I didn't forget Tom Selleck's no? name. I forgot his character's name. Can't remember it, but I liked her when she was with him.
0: Okay, so and now that they're you not liked together her when now, she was with him.
1: With Tom Selleck, and of course, I mean, who doesn't like Tom Selleck?
0: You see, and I have gotten to the part in the show, by the way, where Selleck uh, uh, shaves the stash. I told you. Oh, man. it Was epic. was that a
1: big deal? Was that a big deal back in the day? Yeah, because he had really never shaved a stash for any movie or TV show, and all of a sudden, they're like, not only did Tom Selleck... Shave his stash. He did it on Friends. Like he fucking
0: he, uh, brought he uh, brought that thing back pretty fast. Yeah. Huh?
1: No, it's Tom Selleck's. Awesome. Did he
0: shave it for the reunion? Do we know?
1: I don't know because oh, yeah, I, I didn't watch know. it.
0: But like, I thought maybe you'd see stills and stuff because well, I know that they. I know they bring back everybody for the reunion. Like that was not all in. That was an actual reunion. That was no fucking around. They went in with everybody.
1: I was very interested. We're watching it. We're on season three. Like what? Like 12 episodes in or something like that? We
0: just got to and we're going to talk about this next. I'll let AJ make her point and then we'll move on to it. But we just got to uh, Ross and Rachel. We're on a break.
1: Yes. I told I said this is so pivotal for the rest of the the entire series. The break becomes a joke almost every episode and it's it's one of those things that you'll say like out in public like we were on a break Um, but it was interesting to me to watch how Rachel really did change when she changed jobs from the coffee house to working in fashion and even though she was just like an buyers assistant or something i mean she really i'm like wow that really did affect her and she her She was empowered.
0: Yeah, she was empowered. And Ross was threatened by that.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, how?
0: I mean, we can all relate to that, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can see that because she's a cute little coffee girl who was the rich girl. Yeah. Who's just learning how to walk on her own two feet, and he gets to be the the big hero, he's right? The big mo- He makes he's, the
1: money at the he's, museum.
0: He's the man on the horse, and yep. he's got his nice little suit of armor on, and he's like, "Let me take care of you, coffee girl." Yeah. But yeah, she gets empowered. He gets threatened shit that happens every single fucking day right um as far as that story arc which is you know the the break episode i think is two right that's two yeah it's a two-parter which follows up with ross and rachel break up and then i think like what there's maybe two episodes when they're like broken up and now i think they're they're still broken up now yes aren't they are you going to talk about it? Oh, absolutely. AJ AJ has talked about um she wanted for years to talk about this on on the terrestrial broadcast that we did, right? On the FM show. Style.
1: <laughs> I wanted to do that too, but yeah.
0: Of course you wanted to 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 do it when we were in a good place about it. Well, yeah. But AJ wanted to talk about a part of our relationship that I really wasn't really willing to talk about. And that is my infidelity. I'm not a perfect man. Far from it. Nobody's perfect. Wasn't born, won't die. Nor am I now a perfect guy.
1: Some people are self-righteous, but nobody's
0: perfect. I had a lifelong issue uh, with fidelity sex addiction and a whole bunch of other addictions as well right and it took me many many years to get to the root of all that shit and when i did i looked back at my life i said holy fuck man yeah like man i could see where it affected me in education professionally a marriage there's a marriage that's gone in yeah there i'm too. not
1: gonna i'm not gonna pretend to be some angel over here yeah. pat and i met when he was married yeah
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that is the basis. And th-
1: I mean, when I mean met, yeah. I mean, like, it only took a few months for us to, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, the basis I of- was the other
1: woman, and I am not proud of it. I feel gross about it all the time.
0: Now, it's a common story, right? You think you're going to be the woman who changes him, right? Yeah. He stops at you. Because of my own issues, I, I did not. I've had moments um, w- w- of 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 whatever the fuck it is, man, and I uh, unfortunately stepped out on my relationship with AJ. Okay, and I didn't want to talk about that on the broadcast side because you know it's just different. <sighs> it's just different. It was. I felt like it was too like we were too much of a brand. Yeah. There was too many kind of dollars involved like we were kind of an image not that we were like a family friendly but we were we were like we that. We were though. We were that married couple and yeah with, with the
1: with the kid with, with we were the just the that kid. family, yeah.
0: And I felt like fuck man, it's it's going to do one of two things. I said it's either going to everyone's going to say, "Oh, I, I identify with that."
1: Yeah, it's going to endear them to you. Right?
0: Or and what I think probably would happen Is people kind of fucking turn on you, and more than likely, the people who needed ammo, now they have their bullets. Yes, sure. If you're strong enough to come out with something like that, there may be now like a whole... Bunch of people who are like, thanks for that. Say so there's a
1: firing line. They're, they're like, they thanks load for the and, ammo, yeah. guys.
0: So I was just never in a place where I wanted to do that and deal with the repercussions because, of course, there's fucking advertisers and all types of other bullshit involved.
1: But ball. now nobody pays us to do anything, nobody. so we can talk about whatever we want. I, but I do, I very, very much, and let me just throw this out there because I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Pat felt very triggered. By the Ross and Rachel episode. And let me just say this again, I am no nowhere near perfect. I am not a perfect I mean, it, nobody's perfect. But I don't want this to be like you're the bad guy.
0: No, and I'm,
1: I'm the I'm, but listen. but I'll tell you, like, we have had to make the decision many times. Do we work through this? Yeah. Can we work through this? Or do we just say that's it? And it's a shit show both ways. It's because if you if you get divorced, I mean that's a nightmare in and of itself. Right. If you work through it, that's a nightmare too. I mean, it is. there's a lot of trauma that goes along with infidelity for both parties, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not, it wasn't just me. You know, it was, it was ugly for a while. It was ugly. Not proud of it, but we worked through it and we are such a better couple for it. Not everybody can work through it. I get it.
0: No. And listen, I and put- And it's okay
1: if you can't.
0: Yeah. There's not everyone who's strong enough. AJ is stronger than any woman I know. Shut up she is she she deserves to have walked out that door on me um more times than I can count honestly, and to be honest, she has a few times don't think she hasn't by the way, don't think she hasn't I have walked out that door um so with that being said, and that and and listen, I've done extensive work on myself I got down to a lot of my root trauma issues, and it's 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 funny once you get down to the root you stop. Is the
1: is the root your mom.
0: The root's everything.
1: Because you, you... The root,
0: I mean, the root, unfortunately, not to get too clinical on you, but the root goes down to like, I mean, I was born into um, a woman who was clinically depressed. Uh, Bipolar. Bipolar and just there's not. You, you an- I don't want to talk too fucking schooly with you, but like there's stuff called attachment theory, right? And the first, like we track things by months and years and phases when you're a baby, right? And there's certain kind of attachments that you're supposed to develop. And if you don't get the certain kind of things at the right kind of times, it just, it literally impacts the way your brain develops and yeah. your central nervous system is wired, right? And there's reports of like my, my father, I was born on onto an army base, right? And my dad now, kind of that, where we have a grown relationship, has told me, because my parents were only married for a year, he would say, look, there were times I'd come home from doing my Army work, whatever the fuck Army was, come home from doing doing the Army, and, like, you know, your, your mother would just be on the couch laying there, and you'd be over in the corner with a knocked-over pot of dirt and just playing in yeah. it, you know, and that was kind of my, I mean, I, and again, I don't remember this shit. No, but, but it, I, it, it it wired you a different way. Yeah, and I never looked at it as trauma, right? I looked at it as, look, I just got a bad pluck of the cards. Yeah. And luckily, before things got too far in the deep, you know, I ended up at my grandparents' house and I was kind of raised under their guidance uh, with my mom in the in the home as well. So I never viewed that as a traditional traumatic event. I never yeah. looked at it like I wasn't beaten. I wasn't molested. And I think that's how we view trauma. But I think the weirdest part for me with you, it was
1: um, f- you cheat. You cheated a lot. on pretty much every woman you've ever been with. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah.
0: Every single one.
1: Every single one. Unfortunately. And I remember looking at him and saying, how can you do that when your dad cheated on your mom yeah. and left your mom for another woman? Yeah. Like you talk, he, and he used to talk so much shit about it. Yeah, my da- He had a terrible relationship with his father. We have just rebuilt it in the last probably five, six years. Yeah. But I always said, like, how can you do that when it hurt you and your mom so bad? So I didn't understand. I didn't get it.
0: It's really weird, man. There's a lot of things that kind of go into it. And when I kind of got down to the root of... My core beliefs, which one of them was I didn't realize I was a good person uh, until I was about 40.
1: Yeah, you are a good person. Like I, really,
0: like I I, like But I had to come to that conclusion on my own. But that's one of those things that happens in those, like I'm talking about, when these early childhood development shit, right? I had a core belief, I'm a bad person. So when I'm in this rut of, oh, I cheated on someone, they left me. Well, of course I did, now, again, because I'm a bad person. Yeah. But yeah, and then you think, uh, okay, well, here I'm with someone new. This is going great. Oh, there's an opportunity to cheat. I shouldn't do that. Well, why not? Don't it I'm a, matter i'm, a bad, I'm a bad person i'm going to do it anyway and and you just do right it's a core belief about who you are um so, so to to bring it full circle <laughs> so so i you know went through a lot of work figured that shit out we got through this amazingly and i i'm i'm so happy And listen, don't think we don't have friends who don't come to us and they're like, I don't know how the fuck you guys got through this. Yeah. Because it wasn't like the quietest secret in the world. No. I think a lot of people out there were like, those two are dysfunctional as fuck. Yeah, totally. Right? But a lot of our friends come now and they're like, how the fuck did you guys do this? I'm like, a lot of hard work. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears, man. A lot of fun. But
1: we we love each other and we're best friends and we always have been and- we were willing to, I don't want to say look
0: past it, but no, no, work, no, you, not you you had look work past work it, you have to work it. No, through no, it. Yeah, there's no looking past, there's no. working through And
1: And the other night, we were watching the episode, the two-parter, where yeah. um, Ross cheats on Rachel when they've been on a break for like six minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: And at the end of the episode, Pat got real quiet. And of course, you know, I know what's ha- about to happen, so I'm like, ooh, shit, here it comes. And Pat's real quiet, and then at, at the end of the episode, he goes... Well, I'm totally triggered right now by uh, Ross cheating on Rachel. And I was like, what? Like you said that you just, and this meant a lot to me because you've never really admitted that like, it's, I mean, you, you know, it hurts the other person, but you never really admitted like how it can make it, the other person feel. And that's what Rachel did. She's like, you're a different person to me now. I see you differently. I, I thought you'd be the person to never hurt me. And look, you just hurt me. And you've said you feel very triggered by that episode.
0: Well, yeah, because um because I think I, I I understood the words, yeah and and you had literally probably said those same words to me fifteen years ago, right? yeah, probably after the very first incident. there's a fundamental I just see you different
1: you right are a di- you were a different person after the you're different the, the time i quote unquote saw you cheating on me. I, I'm like, I'll never look at him the same now, ever.
0: right right like like there's a a spot of paint on the wall and no mu- no matter how much you wipe and kind of clean it there's still going to be that spot of paint like yeah. oh there was some red paint up there and i just don't think i could receive that message back then i saw you give it i heard it but i'm not quite sure like i received it does does that make sense i know
1: you didn't receive it because you cheated a few times <laughs> I mean, I mean that in jest, like, that was my thing. I always looked at you like, oh, my God, did we not have this conversation another time? Like, you didn't hear me at all.
0: So, when I was watching that episode, and, like, it really, and it's, it's interesting when shows that are built on laughs... Get serious like get, that. Get serious, and they try to 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 pull a different tone because sometimes the audience doesn't know how to handle it. They almost are waiting for a laugh. I love sometimes when you'll hear a random laugh yes, in the audience when, they,
1: when you, nobody else is laughing because yeah. it's
0: so uncomfortable. It's so tense in that air.
1: Friends did it so well though. Like they, there they was, did. there was no they
0: drew man. Yeah, there was no point where you were waiting for a joke. No, I was waiting, and just to see her, you know, literally paint. Um, the picture that had been painted for me, but now I finally saw it. It was like a, one of those 3d posters when you gotta let your eyes relax, relax yeah. and all of a sudden you're like, it's a schooner. Yeah, Um, <laughs> <A> schooner. <laughs> that's, that's literally what happened where I'm like, I've seen this painting. It was, yeah. it was presented to me. And now it just came into focus and I, I was finally able to receive the message. And I'm like, wow, that's from that moment on, like you're a different person. Like He can- was
1: so triggered by it that Oof, when we started man. the next episode, the next night, Mm-hmm. It started at the end of the other episode oh, and he, shit. he, I've never seen somebody reach for the remote faster. Nope. He's like, nope. And Next he's one <laughs> got to go. We're not rewalk. Cause I mean, I, he's like, he doesn't want to see the last <sighs> 15 seconds of Rachel, like saying no. Again, it was
0: just hard for me. Cause back then I wanted to feel it. Like, like when you yeah. were saying it, like I wanted to feel it like that, but I couldn't and I didn't know why I couldn't. And it fucking, it was, it fucked me up that I couldn't. And now I can. And I did. And and it was. It was triggering, man. I know. People like to talk shit, right? You like to say, oh, it's such a millennial word, triggering. Fuck that, man. That stuff is real. Well, sometimes Triggers triggering are is real. good. No, I mean, yeah, not, not saying, but I'm like, triggering is a real thing. And I, that I've literally never... brought me back to that time. And then you kind of look around and you become grateful for the life that you have now. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck did I almost fuck that up that many times?
1: I it just meant a lot to me because as much as you've always been apologetic for cheating and as much as we worked so hard to get through it, we did do couple therapy for a while. I was gonna say
0: there's a lot of mental health involved, yeah. not only with um with me, but Yeah with you, with couples.
1: Um, but you've never really admitted that like something like that, like saying that you feel it. Like I always just kinda felt like you knew you did something wrong and that was the end of it. But that's why I was really, I was actually really, I was relieved to hear you triggered by that because I needed to hear you say you understand now because I never felt like you understood what I was saying. I'm there. And I get, I know, I know men, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I know, I know we are very different creatures. I don't know how on earth we're together, any of us, because I, I truly don't believe Men are meant to be monogamous. I don't. I, but that's just me. I just believe, you know, evolution, science, all that stuff. So I get it. That doesn't mean men, it's okay to cheat. But I just believe we are w- wired very differently. And that's why I'm like, he'll never totally understand what, how that made me feel, even though he knows it was wrong. You I got the top of mountain.
0: it. With friends. I felt it. Who would have thought? Seriously. So we're on a break episode. If that's not. Some kind of Are fucking. Are you crying? No, I got like a dry throat. Okay, I'm
1: like, well, if you're going to cry, he's like <laughs> no, wiping was, his eyes. I'm like, oh, my no, God.
0: I literally got like, a, <laughs> I was talking so goddamn much. I needed to take a drink, and right before I could, I got real dry. I'm okay. like.
1: <sighs> I'm just checking. I don't want you to cry. No,
0: if I'm going to cry on here, I'll fucking let it loose. <laughs> let it loose. I'm in touch with my shit now, man. Listen, I will. Scary. I will fucking come at it if, if I need to. So I heard the message, right? Loud and clear. Loud and clear. And it was um, a different experience this time around. And I just am grateful and thankful that we were able to, uh, you know, get to the other side. A lot of folks don't. Just like you said, a lot of folks don't, right? And there's
1: nothing there's nothing wrong with either one of those. Either I always, way is fine. I always either felt like fine. it was so hard because, you know, if you yeah. work through it, people, are, people chastise you. Yeah. Like, he's going to do it again. If you get divorced, people yeah. chastise you. I mean, there's like, it's no, it's... It just goes to show that every relationship See, I also is so didn't, different. You know,
0: I didn't want to do it either, because, or come out with that kind of shit too, because you know, then then you get into the old, like you know, uh, like how they treated Hillary uh, after you. after she stayed with Bill back in the nineties. Everybody, if you, relax. If, if you can jog your memory, I more.
1: know a lot of people just got triggered with the word Hillary. Oh, yeah. But if no, we can, if this we
0: is like ninety six, yeah, this 96. is nineties <laughs> Hillary. Nineties <90s> Hillary. Um. <laughs> so we were, yeah. I mean, I remember back then that there was kind of this movement of well. You know, her husband cheated on her in a very public manner with an intern who's half her age and yada, yada. So you, she should leave him, right? Yeah. And, the, you know, she had to kind of defend her position of that. I, I believe the, the the line was like, I'm not Tammy Wynette just standing by my man. Yeah. Which maybe meant like, we have to work through this. Like, I'm not well, just not allowing. Gonna through, yeah,
1: they're not going to work through it in public. Yeah, like, like I'm,
0: not, I'm, I'm not just endorsing the behavior, but yeah. what I'm saying is that the behavior perhaps doesn't rise to the level of, you know, fracturing this beyond yeah. irreparable damages and all that stuff. So, getting to that point in the show, it was triggering. I'm glad I did because I can see from this point on how much it's going to play in, because it's going to become a quick punchline. Does it lose the sharpness? I hope it loses the... No. No? Is it always kind of a fuck you? In
1: in my head, when I hear we were on a break, I laugh. Like, it's just so... I can hear Ross saying it. We were on a break, because it's just so great, and it will never lose its cut. It's great.
0: listen. We were on a break. No, we okay? weren't. We were on a
1: break. We this were This is
0: my new defense. Hold on. Oh,
1: we were married.
0: Hold on. We were on a break. Now the first time. We were on a break. No, I was pregnant. No, we were on Uh-oh. a break. <laughs> Uh-oh. We were on a break. So besides that, now we got all deep. Are we all good? Oh, we, yeah. All, good. all right?
1: Everybody breathe in, breathe out. Maybe we... Made you feel a little more normal. Oh, Hopefully that's did. really all we're here for is or to make we've you feel shattered
0: more. the illusion. If like, we shattered I thought they it they were so perfect.
1: It was nice knowing you. I'm sorry. Listen, we are so far from We're so fucked up.
0: We're I, fucked up like
1: everybody else. Yeah. It's okay. It's like fun. It, it's, yeah. Wallowing. in people it. People who claim they're not fucked up are usually the most fucked up. That so that's is why true. I don't trust people that claim yeah. to not have any problems. I'm like, you're full of it.
0: Joey, much needed character. I don't see any depth in him, um, but he's fun on camera. He's God, kind they of don't
1: really ever. I, you know, now that I think about it, they don't really ever get
0: deep with. He's Joey. the Goomba, who's who's uh, trying to become somebody, and he's so now is the gag too supposed to be? By the way, I'm trying to make sure that he's a bad actor, right? Like he's not supposed to be good. Is it supposed to be he's kind of skating by on his looks? He's,
1: yeah, he's skating by. I wouldn't say he's a bad actor, but he's definitely not a good actor. Yeah, he's like, not good. Like, he's like, a, but he's a good-looking guy that can kind of pull it off, so that's why he gets cast in this stuff. So
0: he's like like uh, one of these uh, dudes who can, yeah, just kind of he's learned how to use that to his advantage, yeah. but he's kind of hit his his glass ceiling.
1: I think the deepest thing, and, and you already, that's the funny part about Friends. Even if you've never watched it, you probably already know how the storylines play out. You yeah. Just so like you know that Rachel and, and Joey at one point give it a go at a
0: relationship. Yeah so you had told me that randomly and I'm like well that seems fucking weird. And
1: it is and that's probably the deepest they ever go with him and it's just it's such a bizarre few episodes but they're very open about like this doesn't work. But, it's, it.
0: but it's like he's a character even when yeah. they bring around the sisters they're all you know the Goomba sisters or he goes yeah. oh there's a mama you know so it's like well he, he's he, like he, Frank he's like yeah. Frank from It's Always Sunny in in Philadelphia, he's just kind of there to be this. He, I was he
1: and Phoebe are definitely there just for the laughs, and like they kind no, of. Ex- they,
0: but but hold on, Phoebe—they talk about her twin. No, they do. They, they explore a no, lot of. No, issues they do, with
1: but her. it never goes super deep for no, her. No,
0: but at least they explore. Like it
1: she's like, "Hey, my mom didn't she, her mom kill herself or something like that." I didn't even know that. But yeah, yeah, look, I think her mom there's killed some
0: fucking trauma in there. But too. I mean,
1: she doesn't ever really. That's explore right. Dad it. is dead. Remember, yeah. she goes
0: to find dad. Dad's dead no, now. He's she-
1: not dead. Isn't he? I don't know. I don't remember. We just watched that episode. But
0: you know, now she has like the little half uh, brother, brother or whatever. So they, yeah, so they they go into Phoebe. Yeah, shit. Joey doesn't Joey get is, a lot,
1: which is why I think he got the spinoff.
0: That was the we. You know, and it was
1: terrible <laughs> as a
0: as a non Friends fan. Oh, we all right? knew
1: that was going to be a shit show. Right, as
0: a non Friends fan, when all that went down, and I remember the phenom of it going off the air, and who's going to get the spinoff, and who's going to be the this the that. You
1: can't you can't make it work? It doesn't work anymore. It could have been the best show on TV. It wouldn't work.
0: I didn't know anything, and I was like, they gave it to that guy? That's the one? Hold on, with the girl from The Sopranos.
1: What's it about? Trust me. By the end of the series, all you're thinking is, "You, I, I didn't even want to see where Ross and Rachel say, went. Say what
0: story would you have liked if you Monica have, and Chandler. Monica because and Chandler. Because at the
1: very end of the series, they end up having twins. Oh, really? But- it's through like a surrogate. Okay. Because, and that, but then I found out that Courtney Cox was having like real fertility issues while they were filming oh. that storyline. So now, like, she's like, if you watch me in those episodes, she's like, there's a lot of times where I lose it because I was dealing with that in real life.
0: Hindsight's always twenty twenty on the ones I should have gotten the spinoff. Do you know who yes. did it right? Seinfeld. They said, fuck them all. Yeah. We're all gone. They
1: shouldn't. We're I We're all, all
0: done. We all go away. Nobody
1: should get a spinoff. Put them in a different show. That's fine. But you can't do friends without the entire group.
0: So listen, I got past the trigger. You got past the trigger. They were on a break.
1: They, they were on a
0: break. They broke up like two hours before They were that. on a break. I don't want to. We'll discuss this next podcast, okay? <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. Patandaj.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.